When you become a freelancer, all of your problems magically disappear, your life becomes perfect, and you are officially enlightened as a human. I'm obviously kidding because that is so far from the truth. (laughs) Finding your ideal career, your purpose, being self-employed, working from home, not having a boss are all incredible things, but obviously it does not solve your life's problems. They're all still there. However, I do want to bring to the forefront issues in my life that absolutely did disappear when I started doing work that I absolutely love. And and let's be real, absolutely love. Come on, who really loves working? I always have this thought that like, if I could just be a stay-at-home mom and a homemaker, I feel like that would be really cool. (laughs) I genuinely think I'm someone who would enjoy being a full-time homemaker and like going on Pinterest and finding new ways to clean the house and new meals to cook and like how to run an efficient home. I really geek out about that stuff. So I don't know if life was different for me if I would even choose to work, but here we are, right? I do need to work. So my life's mission has become finding work that I love that doesn't make me want to gouge my eyes out. (laughs) But I will say this, I do like what I do for work, which is something that I absolutely struggled with for so long. Like this was my, other than trying to find a relationship, this was my biggest life problem was trying to find a career that I loved, trying to You know, I knew I could be a good worker and build a career and see financial success, but I was so miserable doing it. When I was in my sales jobs, selling technology to enterprise companies, I was absolutely miserable because I was just doing something that didn't align with me and what I like to do and what I was comfortable doing, what I was good at doing. It just... I could do it, but it wasn't the best fit for me. And that's why I love that saying that before you start climbing the ladder, make sure that it's up against the right wall. Because for my entire 20s, pretty much before I discovered freelance copywriting, I was climbing a ladder that was up against the wrong wall. I had made really big career gains in a career field that just wasn't a fit for me. And that caused a lot of issues. But at the same time, I also credit my sales jobs for making me who I am and giving me the skills I have that I use every day as a self-employed person. So I don't say anything to, I I don't want to crap on my old sales job because I'm extremely grateful that I had the experience. I didn't know back then what I was being prepared for and how that job was preparing me. So I'm super grateful So while freelancing and becoming self-employed and doing what you like doing, which is most likely writing if you're listening to this channel, while it will not solve all your problems, I do want to tell you the problems that it actually does solve, the problems that it solved in my life. So number one is the self-help rabbit hole or vortex. So maybe some of you can relate to this, but... When you feel like you're lost and you don't know what you want to do with your life and you just feel like things aren't going your way, you basically become 
a prime target for the self-help industry which I have a love-hate relationship with because I love books about personal development and business and psychology. I used to be really into new age spirituality, like the crystals and the, what was her name? That woman, the you can heal, Louise Hay, you can heal your life. Any like Louise Hay publishing house book that was released, oh my gosh, Dr. Wayne Dyer, all these people that talked about like law of attraction and new age and manifestation, all that stuff. I was really deep into that, really deep into astrology, tarot cards even. I got really weird with it. I went to a like intuitive astrologer medium in Brooklyn who was scary, scary accurate. But as some of you might know, I did have like a born again Christian experience and I don't mess with like mediums and psychics and any of that stuff because I do believe it's real but I also do believe we might not there's a possibility we should not be receiving the messages that they give and that's for a plethora of reasons but let's not go down that rabbit hole my point is is that I've spent so much money on books and seminars and speaker like any any type of personal development stuff the therapies the yoga classes I went and got a a yoga teacher training certification I just really went down the rabbit hole and while that's probably a good thing and did contribute to my growth in a lot of ways I also think that it's a never-ending cycle it's a hamster wheel almost where it's like you're spending so much time in introspection and like diving deep that you almost like stagnate in life I think a lot of these people that I see online who are really steeped in this stuff they become so disconnected from reality they they really become out of touch and I think keeping your feet on the ground and understanding how the world actually works and and acknowledging some of the screwed up dark and the the fact that pure evil exists, I think that is kind of what keeps you sane and keeps you productive and keeps you ultimately happy and grounded. And some of the people you see who are like so far out there online who really look like they're living in their own world, it I don't I don't really resonate with that because it's they're not in touch with like the daily realities of a lot of people out there. And a lot of people call it toxic positivity. Whatever you want to call it, it just doesn't really resonate with me anymore. There was a time period where I resonated with that type of stuff and I just don't anymore. I think I've just realized that, okay, at a certain point, you got to stop the introspection and get to work, live on this earth and be a normal person and go about your life and get stuff done and make money and, and actually achieve goals instead of living in like fairy tale land. So... I'm also just really immune to a lot of self-help messages now, especially being in the copywriting world where you understand persuasion and you understand communication and psychology and you understand manipulation and hooks and what grabs people's attention and formulas that play on people's base desires, needs, psychology. You really start to become immune to a lot of the self-help gurus out there and understand that there a lot of them are like just humans and a lot of them are preaching stuff that like works for them in their life right now and then like you'll watch them progress over the years and they don't even believe what they used to preach 
which is fine because we all grow but as consumers and listeners we have to be like you know this is what this person is preaching at this period of their life and I have to actually see if this works for me and this resonates for me even notably I used to follow this this guy named Aubrey Marcus who has a huge podcast and he it started out as like personal development and business topics and then it got he got super deep into the spirituality stuff and the new age like shamanism healing psychedelics and he was talking about having polyamorous open relationships and then you know eventually he realized he didn't want to do that anymore and he got married and is preaching monogamy right so it's like you just watch people they go so deep and they wrap something so hard and then they transform and have a life-changing experience and they grow and adopt and they grow and adapt and they they start believing something new and you have to be a discerning person who says like okay I might find this content interesting but is this really something that I want going into my brain are these the messages that are going to help me in my situation you have to find someone that actually resonates with you and maybe somebody who you would actually want to emulate once you feel like your life is more on track and that you have a path and you have a goal that you're consistently working toward you're in general less susceptible that to to people and messages that are telling you that they have the answer to your life and your misery I also think that when you're on purpose and you're building something and you have a goal this whole concept of like oh just be happy and this whole carrot that they want you to chase of happiness you kind of realize it's bullshit I think life and fulfillment is being content and having a purpose and having something to look forward to and achieving goals it's not about being ecstatically happy and joyful every moment I almost think that's like an immature way to look at life because those emotions are pretty fleeting right if you're looking to be like excited and happy every moment of the day you're setting yourself up for failure and you're gonna be the person who's constantly chasing that next high whether it's like the next meditation workshop the next spiritual retreat all that stuff that's like promising you to have this incredible life it's like what if we just accepted that depression anxiety and negative emotions are really part of life and you have to manage that stuff and then move forward and see what you can accomplish despite the fact that you experience that stuff I think for me personally, being someone who has experienced a lot of mental health issues, the self-help industry in particular can be super dangerous for people like me because they have this, their mantra is like, don't do medication, stop doing therapy, just do this breathing exercise and just cold plunge and just meditate and you can heal this naturally. And I think that's like, really dangerous for certain people I think it can help a lot of people but I think it's really dangerous for others and I think it actually delayed a lot of like help that I it it really delayed me from receiving a lot of the help that I actually needed because I looked at things like medication and therapy and mental health interventions I looked at all that stuff as like a crutch for lazy people and that's super dangerous for someone who really needs help So being on my path and being aligned is preventing me. I no longer have the need for the self-help stuff. And I'm very discerning about who I listen to and who's preaching that type of stuff. 
The other thing that stopped is incessant shopping. So consumerism, I truly believe, and again, having the copywriting and marketing background, understanding how advertisements and marketing work and how they play on your deficiencies, how they play on your desires, how they play on your your problems or as we call them pain points you understand at a certain point that consumerism is really an attempt to fill a hole and that was I think I really have I think I've always had an issue with that of like wanting material items in search for fulfillment and trying to like gain self-worth from that and I think that's just a byproduct of growing up in a wealthier area but not being part of a wealthy family and seeing the abundance around me and then always hearing no we can't afford that so I for some reason whether I think it's just like the societal inputs I've always had an issue with coming to terms with the fact that material items only have like this tiny halo effect and then you go back to just wanting more so again another endless cycle another endless hole and it's just insane to me how much money I don't spend anymore on clothes and just like stupid stuff because I have a reason now purpose I, I have better things to do than walk around stores and like try to revamp my wardrobe and all this type of stuff. And of course, I still care about all that, but I've just become so efficient and I hate junk and I hate clutter. And I know that my mental health and my productivity will be so much more clear if I simplify my life. So buying crap and filling my house with crap is so antithetical to what I'm trying to achieve and that is a byproduct of just no longer having the need to go to these stores and walk around anymore. Now the other big thing that I think stopped or at least got put into perspective when I started doing something I love when I started my career as a freelance copywriter is pressure on friendships and social life in general. I mean obviously it's a byproduct of also turning 30 and things I don't know I feel like this is a whole thing and I don't feel like there's enough people talking about this that life dramatically shifts for some reason when you're 30 you're on this one track in your 20s and then the minute you turn 30 something happened at least that's how it happened for me where your priorities shift your mindset shifts you start looking at the world so differently Something that I think really changed for me was like having these expectations from friends and wanting this like burgeoning social life. I've always been pretty introverted, but I've also been someone who has relied heavily on friend groups. And when you're really doing something and you're building something and you have this purpose, this mission, whatever you want to call it, I don't want to be corny here, but you know, you feel like you have something that you want to wake up for every day and you're excited about it and you want to build it and you want to see it grow and succeed, you almost put way less emphasis on personal relationships and that has been a godsend for me because I'm someone who was perpetually disappointed by friendships and people because I was putting so much expectations. Like I definitely expected a lot of loyalty and, you know, effort from friends and have been very disappointed I mean, is that bad to expect those things from people? No, but I would say the one thing that is really valuable from a Christian perspective is like 
Christians really emphasize and probably other religions too, but Christians really emphasize the fact that if you are relying on any person, whether it's family, romantic relationships or friendships, and you're putting it such an emphasis on it, that it's like basically like a false idol. And the only thing you can really rely on is God. God is the rock that in like, I always have that statement in the back of my head whenever I feel disappointed and let down by people I always say well this is how people are people will disappoint you people are unreliable people are prone to their emotions people are coming at life from their own perspective they have flaws they're liars they're dishonest when you understand what you can actually expect from people you almost go about life in such a different way because you just finally accept people for being people and not expecting them to fulfill your needs in that way. So long story short, when you have something that you're focusing on every day and that really takes up a lot of room in your mind, it's okay when your friends flake on you and cancel or are unreliable or like you just stop expecting it. And obviously being part of being 30, you're not really looking to go out as much anymore. I know for me, living in New York City in my 20s, having a social life was so important. But I I think that it, it, what, what's interesting is that it's pretty hard to find a group of people that you're going to go out with and have fun with, but they're also going to be on the same page and want the same things in life in terms of building a business and self-employment. It's hard to find those people who think the way you do. So I know for me, when I was going out and going to bars and stuff, I don't think the conversation was anything mind-blowing about businesses and trying to succeed. I felt like it was a lot of like petty shit and like one-up and look at me and what I'm doing and stuff like that. So I don't place such an emphasis on having a big group of friends. I, I'm very lucky to have the people in my life who I can genuinely rely on. But you also realize like there's buckets of people. There's the girls that I go out to dinner with and we talk about like Botox and hair extensions and I love that and I need that. And we watch The Real Housewives together. But then there's the women online who, and men, who I talk about digital products and online courses and copywriting and marketing. And it's really important to have those people as well. But either way, just um, not expecting like a huge social life because you're like, I'm focused on something bigger. I have something that is fulfilling me and that I'm focused on. So yeah, those are things in my life that self-corrected, vanished, like big, big problems that I had in my life that really did go away once I finally got on my path and felt like I was in a career that was right for me. So whether you're listening to this and it does become freelance copywriting and you or or some type of online business, some type of freelancing, some type of solopreneurship, entrepreneurship, just understand that there are so many benefits other than just money. Like life gets easier in so many ways. And that's why despite the ups and downs and all of the challenges and how frustrating it could be and how lonely it can be and how how hopeless it can feel at times when things don't seem to be going your way, I always keep these reasons in the back of my mind of why this is worth it. I constantly remind myself why this is worth it because it helped course correct me in so many ways. I talk more about my story and how I made that transition from being a miserable nine-to-five person to full-time freelance copywriting despite 
not having any experience as a copywriter. I just was somebody who wanted to write for a living. So if you want to learn more about that, I do have a free workshop that I'll link to below about how to find and pitch freelance clients because that's the thing is that everyone wants to learn how to do copywriting, how to be a copywriter, but no one understands until they really dig in that the key to being a freelancer is getting freelance clients. And then the next step becomes, well, how do I get clients that would actually pay me enough to pay my bills and work from home and leave my nine to five job? And that's exactly what this workshop does. You can find it at paidcopywriter.com. So I definitely recommend you check that out. It's free and you get to hang out with me and hear my little life stories and philosophies like we're doing here. So I hope this helps and never hesitate to reach out and send me a message if my content resonated with you in some way because I read every message and I love hearing from you guys. See ya!